This is Comic Picks by the Glick. Hey, Jason. Hey, hey, John. And you're the host, right? <laughs> That's right. I am. <laughs> so what do you have for us this week? Okay, well, uh, anyone probably who listens to it to this regularly is probably going to be able to guess. Well, we got another comic book movie coming out this weekend, so that means another comic book theme podcast. This week, yeah. lucky subject is Jonah Hex. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like, well, lucky for the comic book at least, because uh, it's like, because the movie, well, let's just say it's like, at this point, the best you can hope for is a reception similar to what the, X, what the original X-Men movie got back in 2000, because, I mean, we're, I mean I've heard, like, the buzz has been pretty bad coming in, basically saying it's like bad test screenings, lots of reshoots um, were necessitated. And, you know, it's like, hey, but if the critics come out and say, hey, you know, it's decent, good summer fun, um, hey, you know, it's like I'd be willing to go see it. Still, um, I have to admit, though, my first choice this weekend is going to be Toy Story 3. There you go. So, well, you know, pretty much everyone else in America. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but, okay, but, this, but the movie itself, well, the trailer looks all right. They seem to be um, giving some sort of supernatural edge to Jonah when his main superpower is just being being angry enough to kill, angry enough to kill, kill you where you stand. So, but anyway, like we'll see, we'll see, we'll see what happens when, when the reviews hit on Friday. But oh. as for the, for the character Jonah Hex, I mean, the guy's been around for quite some time. First appeared in the '70s as part of um, DC's see All Star Western series, and like basically he just showed up and he was like a guy with a scar, like really. Yes, guard. I made his eye bug out. Give him, give him a hole in his cheek with this flesh, sort of flesh connecting parts of his jaw. I mean, he he's like a he's a scary man in a scary time, scary time for West, for Western heroes. And like he was just, and he's just um out. Is no, no superpower. Just being the just, just the fastest, deadliest shot in the West. And just like a mean, 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 uh, mean and scary as all get out. So, you know, like I. I picked up um, the original uh, showcase edition by clicking up like over 500 pages of comics, most of them being Jonah Hex, a couple of them from other um, character, other Western characters. But I mean, these these stories um, they're not bad. I mean, they got some they got some decent twists, and it's and it's fun seeing um, you know seeing a Western like a non superhero reading a non superhero comic from the sem- from the 70s. I mean, you just got hit. Like most stories, just like you know, Jack Hex comes into town or comes across someone in the desert, like kills a bunch of people, kills a bunch of people, laws, orders restored, or or it's not, and they're not they're not bad, but I don't know, it's like it's not something I would really rec- recommend to your average comic book fan. I mean, like if you like, I mean, I guess if you're if you're a Hex fan, you owe it to yourself to pick this up, but overall, kind of meh on this. Meh. Yeah. Okay, but. Then, like the whole old Jonah Hex Western style was um, brought picked back up again, like years later, like well, actually, like five years ago, by um, Jimmy Palmiotti and Justin Gray, the writers of the current Jonah Hex series. Now, being, uh, put, putting, John, putting Jonah Hex in like uh, bring Jonah Hex in, like modern day, making him appeal to modern day Andre, um, audiences. Well, then I was like, they really didn't do anything to like, really give us like a fresher, like or surprising take on the character. I mean, he's still mean. He's still mean. He's still ornery. He's still, still like fast and deadly shot, and he's still got the scar. But stories are, you know, just generally pretty straightforward. I mean, it's just like just kind of like, like Sandra, like oh, hex runs, hex runs into a guy, hex, hex runs into someone, find, finds out they're in trouble, finds out either a the person in trouble ha, um, has, has, 
um, is really is really screwed, and he winds up getting getting captured, or, or something bad happens to him. But then he comes back and goes around, goes and kills the bad guys. Or finds the person who's lying to him, and he gets he gets captured and gets. And then she winds up shooting the per, shooting the per, people who captured him, and exacting uh, some vengeance on the person who screwed him in the first place. And they also has him. They also have him teaming up with some of DC's old, um, other old uh, West Western characters like Batlash and Chaco. But overall, I mean, it's just there, a lot of the stories here are just like standard, like like just generally point like point A to point B storytelling. I mean, there's even though there's when there are twists, there are the kind of unsurprising twists. You can look, you can say, hey, you know what? Yeah, I know it. That wasn't exactly how the story was supposed to go, but you know, like I, that's, I'm still not surprised by this, by what happened here. I mean, really, like most. One thing I like, it's probably the most interesting part about about the series so far, is just like the, the range of artists they get for these. Mm. Um, first, first volume had some great art from, from from Luke Ross, who gives a nice realistic look to it, and also gives um, Hex like a nice Clint Eastwood um, style makeover. Then we also get some art from from Hex co-creator um, Tony Daisy Nugget. See Tony Dezuniga, and he's and like yeah, he's gritty, gritty and messy as hell, but still hold. The man still got it after all these years, and you also get some nice, some nice art from other characters, like other creators like David Michael Beck, Paul Gulacy, like and Val, Val Smikas. See, see the other last volume we got, volume three, Origins, also has some nice, nice work from Jordy Bernay on, on their telling of Hex's origin, which, you know, it's like it's. It's okay because it just feels like there were. This is one of the few stories I've read so far in, in the series that's done in more than one issue, and um, this, these four issues just. I can appreciate their style. They're they're tend to not tell us in a straight, straightforward origin story, just like flash back and forth between the past and the present, but it just makes it feel more fractured and and disjointed as a story. It doesn't quite come come together, and it's like until until the end when. Excuse me. Yeah, but then you also got some nice work from Phil Noto on the on the other the other story in the book, with this, um, about um, called the Ballad of Tallulah Black, which is um, Palmiotti and Gray's attempt to create a, a female um, version of Jonah Hex, and oh. it's like so the art is really nice, but let's just say that like their attempts to try and create a female version of Jonah Hex, well, let's just say it's generally involves lots of unpleasant things happening to this one female character. And, and and I don't know. It's like I just couldn't buy it. It just felt too mm. like too forced. Like they were trying too hard to force to force this character into being rather than rather than to let it let it develop organically. Still, nice art from Phil Noto, and that's 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 just the best thing I can say about this. But you know, let me tell you something. I didn't buy go out and buy all these Jonah Hex books just because I I let just because there's a movie coming out. Well, okay, I bought the. Uh, about two volumes of the new Jonah Hex series because I wanted to see if it had gotten any better since the first volume. As you, as you might have gathered, like I, it, it hasn't. The real <laughs> reason I got, yeah, the real reason I got all this stuff was because was because of a because uh, of the Jonah Hex series written in the '90s um, by Joe Lansdale with art by Tim Truman. Now this is um this is a reboot under DC Vertigo's DC's Vertigo label, which basically um takes character and sets him in a more more modern mature city, which means he can. He can he can cur- in addition to like um, killing pe- lots of people in, vi- in in violent ways. He can he can now cur- he can now curse and they can show nudity as well. Uh-huh. Now, best thing about this series is now that well, actually no, not the best thing is that they don't 
they don't use those those cut that kind of freedom like gratuitously here, but it's but this but this the first volume first series they, they did together, Two Gun Mojo. Wow, it's just Prince like it is a fantastic story and Prince solidifies really solidified my in my head what like what I would expect out of out of a Jonah Hex story. Because more than anything else, I mean you look you look at this character and you think that this guy's a freaky strange character. He should be having freaky and strange adventures. Not right. just run of the mill things where he just kills ordinary bad guys in the West. He's fighting like weird things like 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 zombies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what they do in Two Gun Mojo. Because after Hex crosses paths um with the uh with the bounty hunter who rescues him from, from a hanging, um they wind up they go to town, they wind up and they also meet up this one with this mysterious guy who who steals a bunch of corpses and kills Hex's partner. After Hex tracks this guy down, finds out that he's got his own Wild West show with people who can do strange, strange feats of, of, of skill with, with shooting, strength, and agility. Because it turns out, though, these people aren't, aren't normal. These people aren't normal. In fact, they're actually zombies created by this one, by this one guy. And after Hex gets too close to them, he winds up get, he winds up in a position to become a zombie himself. Now, uh, what makes this, what really makes the series work is um, is, Land, is Lansdale's writing. Because the guy, I mean, he's just got a got a real. I mean, the guy lives in Texas, and he's just got the local vibe down, down great. I mean, the story opens with Hex being dragged through, dragged through the dirt, and him commenting it by saying, "This year's story starts one morning, bright and early, with me taking a little trip through the countryside." I mean, you just look at this and you think, "Wow, that's that's exactly how I'd want. This is exactly how how this like how this this era should look, how it should sound. It's great." Then there's like lots of great little black. Hum- Black humor touches, like when heck, like when the townspeople are getting ready to hang Hex, he comments, but he comments on he, he comments on the on the situation by saying, "You know, remind me of the time, time when my town was built its first hadn't seen hadn't seen this industry since my hometown built its first whorehouse, but I wasn't as cheered by it." <laughs> I mean, there's great great little fun little little bits like like that, and like Lansdale, like he's just you can tell he's just ha- he's having fun, and there's a great it's. It's a great, um, great, fun supernatural story that you know. It's like, yeah, it's a little unbelievable. Sure, it's a little unbelievable, but you know, it's like it stretches, belie- stretches believably just enough to be fun in this case. Right. Yeah. Now, and also, I no, actually, I also say that um, Tim Truman, well, while his art has gotten a lot smoother and more detailed um, in the years, it works, looks really well here. I mean, like just, oh. just like the, like the, the, r- the roughness of it comes the era. Comes the era great, and he's got a great handle on, on the characters and their body language, and it's like and and Hex's look as well. He look, great, it's a great book, and um, it's I have no idea if it's if it's in print right now. Let me check for a second, because it was also the only one of the three uh, DC Vertigo miniseries that that see that was collected. Oh wow! No, it is okay. It is not only out of print, but on Amazon, Amazon prices have its have its selling at four have it's selling at new copies from fifty bucks, huge copies from from thirty from thirty one and up. Wow! And so, and so, really, I mean, it's like I wouldn't say I wouldn't exactly say it's that good, but <laughs> still, I mean, if you happen to find find a copy in a bookstore somewhere, pick the sucker up because it it is a ton of fun. Now the other two series, um, Riders of the Worm and such, and um, Shadows West, 
let's see, I've read Shadows West because I it was just a three issue miniseries. I picked up at the comic shop after it was done, and that was fun. Cause it basically has Hex um, reuniting um this this Indian girl and her half and her half human half bear um son like mm-hmm. from a Texas like with with her with her with her with his real father from a Texas sideshow. Side that was that was cool. But the other miniseries um they did um Two Gun Mo- uh, not uh, Riders of the Woman and such. That that was another five issue miniseries that wasn't collected. Most likely because it was a subject of a nasty lawsuit <coughs> that went on for a couple of years between these two uh, musicians I had never heard of, hmm. um, and uh, who were apparently like upset that, that um, their likenesses were "quote unquote" used as the inspiration for some, for the villains here, and fort- and you know it's like usually it's like a like I kind of tend to you want to side with a little person on on these things, but really it's like. I don't know. It's like I never really never heard of these guys before this lawsuit thing started up. So I don't know. But still, it's like I let's see. I want, I, w- I tried to find some copies to read um, before before this, but apparently um, it's it's hard to find. But apparently, like let's see, very few of the co- these copies apparently are available to fall off the back of the internet. So <laughs> I, I'd like to read it. I'd like to read it one of these days. But um, hey. But hey, we'll see. Because like, hey, yeah, cause, like the first, because Two Gun Mojo was great, and I'm sure that this this one was was just as good. I mean, right? I think it's I think it's sad that we didn't get didn't get more from more of Jonah Hex from Lansdale and Truman. But hey, we should be glad for what we got, and the fact that you know, like DC didn't decide to run into the ground. So, <laughs> so really, it's like I guess I guess we're gonna kind of have a conundrum here because like the one series you, sh- you should go out and pick up is out of print and very expensive, and the one series that is out. Well, I don't know. Maybe if you find it for like half off at Comic Con or like another comic shops, you can go right. check, give it, give it a shot, see what suits you think of it. But still, my heart is with Lansdale and Truman, and well, here's hoping that that the new movie bar borrows more from that than from the latest iteration. Okay, and with that, call a night. See you again in two weeks. All right, we'll see you next time. See you later. Later's.